Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to talk about marketing, but a very specific segment of marketing, because my guest, Gail Dobie, is the co-founder of Gail Dobie Coaching and Consulting. It is a firm that has helped designers, architects, and other creatives increase their profitability by up to 512%. And as the firm's chief vision officer, Gail does more than help her clients wrangle decimals on the budget sheet. After nearly 20 years of experience running her own business, she's obsessed with sharing innovative ways to overcome the business roadblocks, challenges, and detours creative entrepreneurs face when trying to do it on their own. Gail, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Lorraine. I'm so pleased to be here. I'm so excited to have you because, well, for so many reasons, but right before we went on the air, we were talking about marketing in general and kind of narrowed it down to a very specific topic. What is the fastest, least expensive way to get clients? Well, and this is the one that a lot of people ignore and it's right in front of them and it's their current clients. Their current clients almost every single time are willing to do business with them in a different way. They might add on to their project. They might consider uh, doing a few more things than they had planned to do. So it's so much easier to go back to your current clients and try to add something onto a project. And then right behind that is the past clients. So if you can go back to the past clients, they know, like, and trust you. So that's the easiest way and the fastest and the cheapest way to get more business for your business. Okay. So I'm down with that. I'm going to go reach back out to my former clients. I'm going to talk to my current clients. Is there a way to approach them or is there a formula that you use to sort of streamline that process and make those conversations more effective? Well, I think we're always thinking about the projects, whatever we're doing with a client, whether you're in the printing business or whether you're an architect or a designer or somebody that's in the service business, there's usually something else that that client has been thinking about. They might have chatted with you and they just didn't put it under contract the first time. So all you have to do is just keep track of that. And as you're starting to get rolling with it and say, do you want to go ahead and add this other area to the to the job that you are planning to do or that additional work? Because we're already in the middle of it. It's going to be less costly for you to do that, to add it on now, than to come back later and to do that as a separate project. That's a fabulous suggestion. Are there other things that if I really want to get serious about that, that I should maybe have in my head or that I should be doing so that I'm really aligned with that strategy? Well, I think the big thing is to always be looking for the opportunity to serve the client. And the real key, and I think this is a a great part of what we try to teach a lot in our programs is the client experience and creating a client experience that is memorable and that's buzzworthy and that people are willing to reach out to their friends and say, oh my gosh, you've just got to work with Lorraine because she is amazing at what she does. And she is just the most thoughtful person. You want people to rave about you. So how do you build a client experience that makes people want to do more with you? Because what happens is if you have a really good client relationship, 
and they really like you, they don't want you to go away. So they want to keep doing business with you. So you already have that built in if you're a likable person. Absolutely. And you really hit on something that I think a lot of business owners maybe skip over. And that's encouraging your customers to talk about you, asking Mm -hmm. for reviews and recommendations. Any tips on how to maybe do that more effectively? Absolutely. I think there are a couple that are really easy to do. And the first one is when you go under contract with someone, you let them know right then that you build your business by referral. And if you're smart about it and you mention it right up front, just say when the time comes and you're really happy with the work that I've done, would it be okay if I reminded you about that? And most people are going to say, yes. So you've already Mm -hmm. gotten the yes. All you have to do is remind them. So then it doesn't become a difficult thing because I think a lot of people hate asking for referrals, but set it up as part of the way you do business. And then it's not a big ask. So I think that's really the big one. That's a great suggestion is really planting those seeds for everything that you're talking about, planting Mm -hmm. the seeds with customers that you do more than just this one narrow function and you'd love to do it for them and that you need their referrals because that's probably how they met you. Of course. And then those reviews and recommendations. Okay, I'm good. I'm working on all of these things. Where else should I be focusing my attention? Because I'm interested in that whole 512% growth thing. (laughs) Well, I think there are a lot of things that you can do. But to me, I think a lot of people are running their business from their cell phone. And what I mean by that is they get up in the morning and the first thing they do is they look at their cell phone and whatever they're seeing in their text or their email is what they're going to work on for the day. So they forget to be strategic about thinking about how to build their business. And in doing so, they are just um, running their business on everybody else's opinion of what you should be doing. So if you want to build your business and grow and hit the numbers that we talked about, then you have a very strategic mind that is thinking about, okay, what can I do every day every single day before I start my day to build my business. And if you do five things, it could be a thank you note. It could be an outreach to a realtor. It could be an outreach to an influencer that might be able to refer you. If you do five things a day and you do that times 250 days a year, just think what your business will do if you do that. And that's probably one of the best tips I could give you. I love that idea. I had a conversation recently with someone who built his whole business around morning routines. Mm -hmm. And really what you're recommending is, you know, in addition to the, I'm going to get up, I'm going to journal, I'm going to eat a healthy breakfast, I'm going to walk for a mile, I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do five, and they don't have to be big, but I'm going to do five small things proactively for my business. And I think that's a fabulous takeaway for every business, regardless of their size. Well, there are just so many things and you can do, I bet you could do it in five minutes if you set your mind to it. Mm -hmm. You could send a couple of text messages. You could send a quick email. You could send a quick check-in to somebody Mm -hmm. to see how they're doing, because this is about relationship marketing. Mm -hmm. It's not about being a salesy person. So if you're Mm -hmm. smart about it, then you're never going to mind doing this kind of marketing because it's just building relationships. 
And I'm going to say to a lot of um, my audience that I think perhaps spends too much time on social media, those five things can't be five social media posts. They need need to be genuine conversations. You can use a chat feature in LinkedIn or or Facebook, but it needs to be that one-on-one conversation with one person. I think it's becoming a lost art for many people. And it could be a little bit generational, but I think it's a great skill set. If you can develop it, you will stand out from everyone else because not everybody else does the things that I'm talking about. And they're just so simple. And literally, if you had a stack of note cards that are personalized right on your desk and before you closed up shop for the day, you wrote the addresses and um, stamped each one of those. The next day, you can write those notes and get those out in the mail. All you have to do is prepare yourself and it makes it easy. So just setting up those little triggers so that you'll do the activity versus just think about it because thinking will not get you anywhere. You actually have to take action, <laughs> surprisingly. Surprisingly, yes. All of these things are so doable and so common sense. And I think sometimes we look at the big picture and we get overwhelmed with all of the other things that we could be doing when maybe the best thing you could do is pick up a telephone and say hello to somebody. Exactly. Send a, send some flowers. If you know that they've had a big anniversary or a birthday or send a gift, there's so many things you can do. And you can also set these up by automation and have your, somebody on your team execute for you and pre-write those note cards that go out with those gifts. Fabulous advice. Gail, thank you so much for dropping by and sharing some quick tips with us. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Lorraine. I'm going to encourage any of you that would like to connect with Gail to check her website at gaildoby.com and learn more about all of the things that she's doing for her clients. And If you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out Digital Toolbox. That's digitaltoolbox.club. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Herbs.